Hello, world! Welcome to Mature Ish, the podcast. My name is Nicole Lee, and I am your host. Over these 30 ish years that I've been on this earth, I've realized that my body is pretty sensitive. When I was little, I suffered from severe eczema, which happened on the back of my hands. My skin was flaky and it bled a lot. And of course, I was ridiculed for this on the playground. It was not fun. Along with eczema came the trifecta of issues like hay fever and asthma. And of course, I got those as well. I also suffered from hypothyroidism, which I still take medicine for up to today. I've also dealt with my own fair share of autoimmune illness issues, and I will speak about that in a later episode. Now, when it came down to my digestive system, it was no surprise that I was pretty sensitive as well. Now, I bloat pretty easily when it comes down to eating certain foods, and when it all first started, I was so frustrated because I could not understand. What was making me bloat? In my opinion, I was eating pretty healthy. So, today I want to unpack five foods that cause bloating for me and what I do to kind of overcome it or substitutes that I take to circumvent this intense bloating. If this is an episode that interests you, let's get into it. The first group of foods that make me bloat, and now that I think about it, I don't even know if you can call it food, but they are sweeteners. Now, I've been playing around with my diet for a long time, always trying to fine tune what foods make me operate at my peak and what foods are just downright terrible for me. There was a phase where I was trying to be super low calorie, and of course, drinks with sweeteners in them made the cut. At the time, I was ingesting at least two to three cans of Diet Coke every single day. Now, I'm not a stupid woman, I would say. At the back of my mind, I knew that these drinks were filled with chemicals that couldn't be good for my body. But because they were marketed as zero calories, I felt like at least they didn't make me fat. But I couldn't be more wrong. At this time, when I increased my intake of these drinks exponentially, I started getting these intense bloating sessions. And these sessions would last hours and hours, if not days. And my stomach would also be rock hard with all the gas and pressure that was inside. I looked like I was at least five months pregnant. It was so uncomfortable. And when I was sitting at my desk at work, I couldn't really concentrate because it was just that uncomfortable. So, because of all of the unpleasant side effects my body was experiencing, and let's not kid ourselves, I am a vain person. So, looking pregnant while not be blessed by the miracle of life, that was just the last straw. I knew I had to make a change. So I went to cold turkey and kicked the sweeteners out the door. Let me tell you, in a matter of two weeks, the bloating dissipated. 
And with just a little bit of education, I'm realizing that these drinks are zero calories because your body is unable to digest them to access the calories and the energy that is stored in the food. Now, I simply don't have time for these side effects, so water and lemon does the trick for me now. The second group of foods that make me bloat is gum. Now, I used to consume a lot of this during my zero calorie phase because, again, it was marketed as zero calorie and it was sweetened by sweeteners, which I felt like was no harm to me. But of course, as I mentioned, sweeteners did not bode well with my body, and so that caused a lot of bloating. I think another aspect of gum that made me bloat was the chewing, the intense chewing frequency made me ingest a lot more air into my stomach. Now, half of the gas that is in your stomach is made up of the air that you're breathing in or inhaling in. And so because I was chewing so much more frequently, I was ingesting a lot more air and this made me bloat as well. So now I just don't even keep this habit. Um, It is not even a habit I enjoy. I think chewing gum is actually really gross because you're constantly chewing this piece of thing, whatever the materials are in your mouth and it builds up bacteria and I just think it's unnecessary. So I no longer chew gum and that's that. So the third group of foods that make me bloat are chickpeas and a variety of legumes like beans. Now this makes me a little bit sad because I love chickpeas. They are a mini pod of super nutrients and I just love them. But when I was intaking chickpeas, I realized they made me bloat so much and made me super gassy. And I realized that my body didn't digest them very well. And they actually go through your digestive tract undigested until it gets to your gut. And when your gut starts operating on it, it releases a gas and makes you gassy. Now you might realize that chickpeas and other legumes are encased in an outer shell. Now this isn't on purpose. They were actually developed so chickpeas and legumes could protect themselves from prey. Obviously, these plant-based micronutrients aren't able to move on their own and that's why they were developed and makes it hard for them to be digested. So of course, being the stubborn species that we are, humans discovered that you can make chickpeas and legumes more gut-friendly. All you have to do is to soak them. And this process for me takes a long time. I soak my dry chickpeas for at least two full days and you have to change the water water frequently. And after I soak them, I put them into a low simmer into a pot for at least 30 minutes to an hour. This process breaks down or softens the fibers, so it makes it easier to digest. And I realized that after I did this process, after I have the patience to go through the process, it is a lot manageable in my stomach. And so I can continue ingesting chickpeas. Just takes a little bit of time. Now the fourth group of foods that make me bloat are cruciferous vegetables and this is namely broccoli for me because there was a time where I went ham on raw broccoli. I had a lot of raw broccoli salad. Now 
Broccoli as well goes undigested through your digestive tract until it gets to your gut. And then when all of the bacteria acts on the broccoli, then you create a gas that makes you bloat. And broccoli also made me super, super uncomfortable. I realized all I had to do was to cook them, either steam them or stir fry them anyway so you can break down the fibers. So now I just have to enjoy my broccoli cooked. The final group of food that makes me bloat is dairy. This surprised me a little bit because I grew up on milk. My mom would feed us 2% milk for breakfast and I just thought it was part of a healthy daily diet. But as I mentioned in the intro, I grew up with a lot of skin issues and I realized when I intaked a lot of dairy-based, cream-based products, my skin would break out like crazy. And also, I would bloat as well. So I realized that I don't think my body has the proper enzymes to break down dairy and milk. So now I just cut out a lot of my dairy products. I replace them with almond milk, cashew milk, and any nut-based substitute for milk. Um, I can't say that I cut out ice cream completely because I love ice cream, but I feel that this change has really helped me a lot with my skin and my digestive system. So there you have it. I don't have all of the scientific facts to support that these foods definitely cause bloating for everyone, but it was more of a trial and error for myself. I've always been really interested to see how different foods affect my body, and these five are definitely the biggest culprits to intense bloating for me. And let me know if you experience similar effects with these foods. If not, what are some foods that cause bloating for you? I would love to know because these topics really, really interest me. And I hope you liked listening. If you did, I would love it if you continue supporting me and subscribe to this podcast. Until next time, bye everybody.